Hi guys and welcome to Become 2.0 with myself, the host, Taz Vazanis. Uh, today's guest is one and only Mr. Keith Brooks. I'm going to talk about delving into our story, how, how I was as a child, and go through uh, his life really, see his mindset shift into that. Okay, let's not waste any more time, let's get into it. So, Mr. Keith Brooks, Brookie, how are you doing my friend? I'm very good mate, I've not seen you for like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> See me more than my missus for once yeah, yeah. So Brookie, tell them about yourself. So at the moment I'm the owner of um, A-Star Muscle Fitness, I'm a personal trainer, gym owner. Uh, I think I've had the gym six years now, I've been doing PT like 12 years, started in the commercial gym so exercise for less, lifestyle, fitness first um, and obviously it, everything developed when I bought the gym, and then that's when I got seriously into it. That's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. I want to see. I want to go back from there, though, Bucky. I want to go back to what was your upbringing like? What were you like in school? You know, let let's talk. Let, let's go from the start and really tell the listeners what yeah. you're about. Right. Let's go totally honestly with this then. So, I I, I we really struggled as a as a child. I grew up with no dad, just my mum. And uh, we grew up in a place called Painfort, which is like the Bronx of Wakefield. I don't know if you've ever been there, mate, but it is rough, trust me. Um, and yeah, we, I was quite naughty as a kid. As like, we, like I said, we didn't have much money, so I was stealing things, I was wrecking into things. But where we grew up in Painfort, there was a, a rugby club called Cribbleston All Blacks. I was my first ever rugby club. I joined there at 12. Never touched a rugby ball in my life and uh, went on to play for another 25 years every weekend playing rugby league absolutely loved it and I feel like that saved me a little bit I want a, I want an angel after that but it kept me off the streets and it learned me about discipline and, um, and, and, and and working as a team and stuff like that and I can't I can't find rugby league enough really went on like I say I went on to play for several clubs after that and it was some of my best years yeah, of my life that's, that's, that's amazing we'll delve into that uh, uh, maybe shortly if I'm honest what were you like at school Brookie? I know, I've heard some stories about you yeah. in school. I, so like I, like I said, I was naughty, but I was also captain of the rugby team. Mm-hmm. So I got away with a few stuff, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like, um, I was cheeky more than naughty, so a little bit cheeky. So like, for example, I like said to Mr. McGough, so I'm not, I lived next door to the school as well. I'd moved to Kettlefort then when I went to the high school. Um, so I'm like, so I'm not coming to class today. And he says, Keith, okay, I haven't seen you, why? And I'm like, I've got a girl coming around to outside. <laughs> like, don't be, te- don't be telling me this, Keith. I'm like, and then like, you know, they, I, I was just cheeky. They like, they'd get me to draw a rugby ball or something like that. I'm back in class, and, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I come out of school with no qualifications, mate. But if I could go back now, I'd change all that. But um, it just goes to show you can you can still make a success of yourself. With and me. what success now yeah, do you have been? You know, yeah. I want to talk about. So that, that's that's your rugby, okay? How a lot of people know you by but by, by your nights by by being a DJ. Yeah. How did you end up getting into? into so let's that? go back to rugby first. So fr- from school, um, where was I? I was at um, fr- from school playing for Crigleston, and then I went to Wakefield and got an offer to professional contract to oh, sign right. that. Um, but like most young lads at that age are going to go in out, and it was round about round about the ecstasy revolution. Like I was going out every single weekend up and down the country trying to find the better club, the better night, um, and we were having euphoric weekends, and they were taking over the rugby. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I still played rugby, but I lost my contract because to find out what I was doing on a weekend. Wow! So that was that. It, it won the end because obviously I went on to play. 
I went on to play for Westgate and then I went from Westgate to Jewelsbury Andy Fisher and then I went back playing amateur um, and went on to become a really successful amateur player I went to play for Yorkshire brought my leg um, but I was going to be in the Barlow squad, squad so I was going to play for my country yeah. at that um, so yeah going back to that so the, the, the weekends um, I was going out every weekend up and down the country we'd go to Sheffield we'd go to Leadmill on a Friday gate crash on a Sunday back to Leeds on, the, on Sunday I don't ask me so how we used to do it but like night. I say we was having these euphoric weekends and it was just it was just worth it and I, like my body was made of steel then you know um, but like when we were doing the, when, when we were going to these nights I was watching the DJs and I'd stare at them and I'd think I want a bit of that I want to do that so I bought my own DJ set up it started DJing got my first DJ set in a bar and then I realised that you could run your own night. So we started as his first um, night in Wakefield in Bar Street. Uh, and it was the first after hours event. It was open till eight in the morning. Oh God. And, oh uh, God, and we it got, was the creatures. <laughs> we got 600 people in it. Um, so it went, it went on a few times down there at Bar Street. And then Havana, who was the best club in Wakefield at the time, got the wind of how many people were getting and they offered us a monthly spot at Havana. Um, and we were getting like a grand a month cash off them for that. Yeah, so, so that's like 15 years ago now. Yeah. So whatever that works at now. So I'd also got, I was also DJing in a bar called Passion. Um, so I got my monthly slot at Havana now and then I was DJing in the bar and then um, an opportunity come up to buy um, a percentage of the, excuse me, of the bar. So me and, excuse me, Mark Lombottom bought 25% each and then there was another uh, business partner who had 50%. We made a proper success of it. We were like getting people in on a Thursday, we rammed out on a Thursday. So even though I was doing the wrong things on a weekend, I was sort of still making a success yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had my monthly club night, I bought the bar, I was getting wages from the bar, wages from the club night. But the truth be told, I was killing myself because with all that lifestyle comes the party and the staying up all week and the after parties. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, I don't regret it because I had some of the best times in my life going to the clubs, running the nights and stuff like that. But what I do regret is how long I did it for. Mm. I did it for far too many years. It needs to be, if you're going to do that when you're young, that's fine. It's a, it's a choice. And, and we're all different in different parts of his life at doing things like that. But my, what I'd suggest is just make it short and sweet if you're going to do that. <laughs> Getting you know, it out yeah, yeah. now. That's fantastic. You know, that's good. Okay, I want to know how, now, I want to about the mindset shift. How do you go from running successful nights, yeah. you know, having the time of your life, partying, having the your first weekends? How have you got now, fast forward, when's the last time you had a night? Oh, God, it's like years and years ago now. Listen, it? Yeah, yeah. This is, all right, so, years ago. so now we fast forward to this place where you're in a successful gym, yeah. you're rammed out with PTs, yeah. you know, you've got a mindset shift. How how did you come about from going from playing rugby to nights and now you're back in the fitness? How, yeah. how, how did that come about? So, like I said about doing the, the, the party lifestyle for a long time, mm. it's, it's finding a way to get out. I yeah. feel like most people what are in that cycle are going out every Saturday don't know how to get out of it they want to but they don't know how to get out of it so when I met Charlotte who was totally the opposite to me she was business minded and all that and straight women and narrow yeah, straight at 100% straight and narrow and she was like you know I was still getting in at stupid o'clock some weekends she's, she'd be away she's like Keith look I'm not about this like this isn't me so it's like this lifestyle or that and luckily Charlotte helped me as well and I managed to knock it all on at the party in the bar the DJ and I thought right what have I got to fall back on now I've got my personal chain when I worked at the commercial gyms I'd do like five clients a week <laughs> or something like that because they had other money coming yeah, in yeah, did, yeah, did yeah, you get yeah, what yeah. I mean you want priority so I'd never, I'd never took it seriously at all so I knocked all the party on the head I was starting to do alright at lifestyle but 
once I bought into A-Star, I had a bit of pride then and, and the drive came back for it. And all the, all the passion that I'd had over the years for the party and for the rugby, it went now into that gym and it, it just gave me a, a, a really good pump. And um, yeah, I've never looked back since. I've, it's, I've had some ups and downs with that gym. It's been tough. There's been blood, sweat and tears and obviously we've got it to where it is now and it's in its playing. So Mike's success and to be fair, Brooke, those fans say it's one of successful gyms in Wakefield. Yeah. You know, the atmosphere everyone raises about, the atmosphere and the people that are in it. And it is a, a family field gym, you know, sometimes you go to a bigger gym, it's more commercialised. Yeah. A fair play to you or not on, the, on that bit. Let's talk about, now you're in tremendous shape. Yeah. You are in tremendous shape. Well, how, what part of you drives you to be... To, you know, to, to get up on a morning because let's face it, your gym's successful now. You could sit yeah. at home and, and, and you could have your bills are looked after, your yeah. missus have got a good job. What what motivates you right now to, to get up and still get get out? Yeah. You know, that, that inner dog that I talk So, about. like you just said, I, I've, I've without sounding big headed here, I've got everything now. I've got the house, you know what I mean? I've got the wife, we've got the two children, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've got the business. So, I'm just trying to work on myself. I'm not bothered about materialistic things anymore. Uh, or showing off with a new car or the or the clothes or anything like that. Don't get me wrong, I still buy them things, but I'm just working on me now. What can I do to make me better as a person, as a dad, as everything? So I am just so bust off anything that makes you feel better at the moment. I just want it. I just trying to. I'm just trying to get it in every single day now. Anything that makes me feel better about myself. So I'm starting to look in, into how my mind works and what makes people tick and why I get angry and stuff like that. That's, that's good but what tips would you give to, to to other people let's say let's go back to because a lot of people listen to this podcast they might be stuck in that room yeah. you know they might be stuck sucking up my route every weekend and yeah. spending stupid money what how would you advise them let's say to you know to get to out, get of, out that? of that yeah. room yeah it, you, need, you need a new passion you need to find a passion and work on things that are going to make you feel good um, and like I say, once you start, like I, I said, I've said it before as well, like daily habits. And once you once you step away from it, and you know you can get you can get you can be happy without it. Because I know loads of lads who are stuck in that rut, and they're like, you know, I, what I used to do is I, I I've been Wakefield all these every Saturday, no matter what. I'm Friday sometimes, um, and then I started to realise a little bit. This was this were one of the first steps. Wouldn't I rather go on holiday every six weeks instead? So that was the first start. Not to every weekend on the head, and I'd go to a B for a lot or wherever. And then, and then I started to realise that holidays just didn't need to be a party. And yeah, do yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and then yeah, if yeah. I save up a bit more, staying a bit more, I'm going a really good holiday. Um, but like, as for advice to trying to get out of that weekend cycle, it's one women helps find yeah. yourself a girl. What's <laughs> a good girl? Cause some yeah, of them, a good girl. Some, yeah. some of them take it down the road. If, 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 if you're with a party girl and she's wanting to get up to no good every weekend, you've absolutely no Fuck chance. her off. Yeah. That's the tip. You've if you're with a party girl, yeah. fuck her off. Yeah. <laughs> you've absolutely no chance. But you need a passion, something that's going to make you feel good, like whether it's gym, whether it's boxing, whether it's football, walking. I know a lot of people, what used to go out every weekend, what are banging to walking now. You know, like it just makes them feel good so and it's, it's, it's an escape. It's this tranquility that it brings in it. That's all it is, and, and yeah. I, you know what I think. I think for a lot of party people, personally, you've got to look at what you're running away from. Yeah. Do you know what I mean what is it? Like, let's 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 face it. If we're going to be totally honest, the the euphoric feeling, the drugs, it's an escapism from day to day life. Is yeah. it not? You know. Yeah. At some point, you've got to look at the triggers that people have. If we're looking about the mindset, yeah. the triggers that people develop to go out. Because how many people do you do you hear about yourself? Oh, fucking, I'll end up out this week. You know why? I had an argument with your missus. 
how the fuck's that gonna help? Yeah, like, do you yeah, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Yeah. For, for me, a lot of times, it's the triggers that people develop to go out. So you got, I think people got to look back into itself and realize why they're doing it. Yeah. You know, because let's face it, after you've been out and you're rough, you think, fuck me, I couldn't think about worse. Yeah. But I, what, do, I do feel like a lot of young people are starting to skip that now, though. Like a lot of young lads, are, uh, they just want to go to the gym, they want yeah, hands. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. 18, we used to go out every Friday and Saturday trying to find girls. Yeah, yeah. Would you need to do that anymore, really? At 17, 18, now nah, you could just go on Tinder or Facebook yeah, and yeah, message yeah. them. So that. That is why I think some town centres have died off a little bit, yeah. like Wakefield. You, you get a good two hours on a Saturday night. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, when I was 18, you went out every Friday and Saturday, it was packed. But, yeah. What would you recommend? What advice would you give? Okay, so for example, if you could go back 20 years, yeah, what yeah. advice would you give to yourself? Um, that's a good question. I think going back, I, I, it's, it, you say, don't you? You're always one decision away from a different life. And I've I've taken I've made a lot of bad decisions, but then I look back like when I met Charlotte, I met her just at a one-off at an house party. She didn't go to house parties, just one night. If she wouldn't have been there, where, where, where would I where would yeah, I be yeah, now? Yeah, 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 so yeah. I feel like you just always one decision away from a different lifestyle. So I feel like I've I've made some bad decisions in my life, but I've made a lot of good ones. Do you know what I mean? So like if you can. If you can think now before you make them decisions and make yeah, sure yeah. it's the right decision, that you're laughing then. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant, brilliant. Okay, brilliant. What would? Okay, let's say. So we'll, we'll cover the mindset. We'll cover about yourself. We'll cover. Where do you see yourself going? So how old are you now, Bucket? I am forty-three, going oh, on eighteen. Forty-three, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. where, where, where do you see yourself going? Let's say we fast forward seven years, you're at fifty, or fast forward. Yes. Yeah. 17 years you're at 6 what, what, where do you see yourself going uh, well of course I absolutely love what I do I live, yeah. I live and breathe fitness and, and, and that lifestyle waking up being fired up testing my mind testing my body I reckon I can do that till I'm 50 yeah. so I've got I, I've got another 7 years at that um, and then from then I'd probably I'd probably open another business what's just going to keep me going and keep me happy um, the passion will still be there to train and exercise but I don't know it's, I, I should have a 5 year plan really but where things are at minute I'm really happy so I don't really want to change much do you know what I mean but I know it's nice to have a five year plan or a ten year plan and it'd be, it'd be just a case I think of investing money into something that's just going to make me a little bit more money and get me by do you think you play rugby again? If you you played at a high level booking, yeah. I've heard I've heard stories about you playing so, on the rugby field. Would you would you last have time I played not? I were going um it was trials for an over thirty five tour at Dubai and um one of the coaches was Paul March who I played with at Wakefield and he says, mate, you need to play for Shaw Cross first. We played Batley Boys, I know there were a lad play, a few lads playing, I played for years and I absolutely run run all over <laughs> it. I absolutely run the show. But the only thing with it is it was actually rugby union. Right. When, when, when you yeah, went to yeah, Dubai yeah. you played Rugby Union so we played Marley Rugby Union in friendly and I played out in centre Yeah. and I don't know if you know rugby but in rugby league first few tackles you just drive yeah, forward yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they pass the ball out to the centres yeah, in their yeah. own 20 metres and they were doing that and I was far on two and I was like <laughs> whoa and I'm just getting run right here cut a long story short I didn't get picked and I was really really pissed off yeah. because I knew I should have been going there was Sean Richardson who were a coach from Wigan and then there were Paul March and he said start getting your sponsors mate you're definitely going after I played in the Shawcross match against Batley Boys um, 
And yeah, I didn't end up going. I was fucking really pissed. How does that make you that. feel inside? Do you, do you think it takes you knocked you back do, a do, bit? Yeah. Do you know if I, if I, if I if I thought that there would have been a chance that I might I shouldn't have been going, but I know I should have been, yeah. and I just got out favoured off the Wigan coach who um, who picked two lads from from Wigan. So yeah, it's like I could play now. I could go play eighty minutes. It's like riding a bike when you've played twenty five years, mate. But it's it's your recovery. At my age now, it's like recovery is recovery is tough. Yeah, but it's like I know for I know for a fact I'd be fucked for a week if I played yeah. now. Definitely. <laughs> what um, delving in, is there anything that ever holds you back? Like you said, there your 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 recovery is holding you back to to play rugby again. Yeah. Do you can you can you identify anything that's holding you back at all, or do you think now you've developed a mindset to to to, to not let anything hold you back, to not not let doubt get into your head? You know, and what would you recommend for anyone that is? down the self yeah it's like well I, I just back myself on everything now and I, I know I know for a fact if I put my head into it I'm going to make it happen just about anything and if you've got that mindset if you do doubt yourself you, there's a chances are you'll fail but I don't it's like no matter what it is I just give it 100% now it's same when I was playing rugby I signed for Wakefield but obviously that didn't it it, it didn't work out because I was doing the, the, the weekend thing when the weekend thing, I, I still made a, I still made a success at that. I had my own night. I was DJing. I bought a bar. Um, so makes the success success of that. The PT when I knocked that on head, I thought I want my own gym. I don't want to just work here. Mm-hmm. Made a success for that. I back myself every time. You just gotta you just gotta back yourself what, and support what, yourself. What, what Mr. Keith Brooks described there is the thing that we always talk about going full throttle. So you see, Keith is whenever he puts his mind to it, he goes full throttle and makes a success and odds one thing that I want you to take away from this podcast is odds may be stacked against you but as long as you put your mind and heart and soul into it and give yourself hope and the and the drive and determination to, to get someone that's where you'll make it you yeah. know 110% or nothing at all as I say to anything anyone now Brookie how what what advice would you give to to, to, our, to, our, to our younger listeners okay on on, on you know they might say alright okay Brookie said back myself but how how do you get them to change their the mindset the, the, in the dialogue? How would you recommend? How would you how would you advise them to do it? In a sense? Do you know. So how, how did you do it? Because who, who, are they, who are they around? Who's telling them that they can't do it? Why are they thinking that they can't do it? Are they around the right people? If I'm around you, Taz, and I know what you're like, you'd be like, look, you can fucking do that, mate." And that, like, that's what sort of people you need to be around. If you're around around negative people, they just pass negativity onto you. Make sure you're around the right people, the people that are going to pump you up, the people that are going to help you do it, tell you you can do it, and then you'll fucking do it. I said, surround yourself by fucking winners. Yeah. That's it. That's one thing I say. Surround yourself by winners. It's that that's that inner circle, like like Brookie just said. Yeah. If you're in a circle strong. That, that's exactly how you're going to be yeah. if you're around with people let's let's face that going out every weekend yeah. and you want to go to the gym you have to get them sir they're, just, they're not they're not even real friends mate like i i i, I think i did a post about this uh, about two weeks ago i can count my real friends on my hand now and as a young lad i wanted loads of friends i want everybody to think that i had you don't you need you need the right people around you i'd rather have five good friends than 50 shit friends what are going to tell me i can't do something and don't pump me up and don't don't follow me and they don't they don't believe in what I do do you get what I mean that's, that's that that's that, that comes with a level of maturity I think yeah I think you know because as, as when you're younger you do want everyone to be a friend you do want to be here there and everywhere because you might miss out and yeah. uh, Brookie will tell you you're not missing out fuck all same with, the, same with the girl do you want a dolly bird what's going to spend all your money yeah, or do you want the normal yeah, bird what's going to fill you with life and tell you you can do it and there we go yeah. that's it 
And I think that's 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 us wrapped up now, bro. You come up to twenty minutes. You know, I appreciate your time. Yeah. I appreciate the the time out to to to, to sit down and basically chat. Brookie, tell me where to find you. Instagram. Uh, so yeah, my Instagram is Keith Brook Fitness. Or if you want a gym to train from, come and try it for free. A Star Muscle Fitness, which is in Fawns Lane in Wakefield. Perfect, Brookie. Thank you very much for your time. Anytime, Appreciate mate. it. Thank, Thank you very much. So here we go, guys. Mr. Keith Brooks, the man, the myth, the legend. That went from Mr. Party Boy to Mr. Motivator. Thank you for listening as always. Thank you for taking time out uh, to listen to this podcast. As always, like, comment, share, subscribe for some more episodes coming very soon. Now, go enjoy your day, execute, and become 2.0.